It's us. We're here on the Mario Matter, your favorite Nintendo podcast of all times, episode number 55. I mean, we're jumping through episodes like how Plessy jumps off that cliff in Mario 3D World. Like, come on, we're we're going through these, right? So today we are obviously getting off the back of the Nintendo Direct that aired on the 14th of September 2023. As of posting this podcast, it is the 16th, so we are very much so on time. There are many different thoughts on the Direct from many different people. Some love it, some hate it, some say it's mid as the Gen Zers say. So we're going to recap the entire thing and discuss it, give you my thoughts on it, go through it all. I'm excited for that. And then among Direct Talk, we have news from that Direct that was not actually shared in the presentation. So like how much things cost, secret looks at these games, things that they did not tell you in there. We discuss all of that today. We also discuss tons of Nintendo news like updates to games, freaking patents being filed. We have pre-order bonuses, which actually excites me because when you're buying a game, you want to get a nice little bonus with it. So we have a ton of pre-order bonuses to, to talk about today with upcoming games. With that, let's not delay what you clicked on the video or podcast for Let's go ahead, let's jump to the Nintendo News Headline segments where we get into all of the good old news and topics for today. And then at the end of all this, we answer your questions that you have asked me. Let's go. Oh boy, guys, can I say one thing before we get into all the juice? So yesterday, you know, fun story time, very quick, I'm sorry, very quick. I was at Costco yesterday, and I was actually, this isn't why I went, but I was in search of a new micro SD card for my Switch. I'm running out of space on the 256 uh, SD card, so I figured let's upgrade to 512 gigabytes. Guys, how does Costco not sell SD cards? Micro SD cards are a stretch, but there was not an SD card in the building. Now, maybe yours has an SD card. Maybe they're on the website. But in-store, Costco did, did not sell SD cards. That's insane. So I ordered a 512 gigabyte micro SD card. It'll actually be here today as a recording because that Amazon Prime one day shipping just kind of hooks you up like that. So, you know, we're getting it today. Got to transfer my uh, stuff later. It's not a super long process, but, you know, going to have to do that. I'm excited to, to get a little fresh SD card in there. I think it's a Samsung one. I don't care if that's the best, most optimized one or not. I don't really care. You know, it's worked great before. It'll work great again. So, you know, make SD cards great again. With that said, this is the Nintendo News headline segment where we go through Nintendo News from the past week. So obviously, if you've been around these parts before, this is a weekly podcast. We post every single Saturday at 7 a.m. Eastern Time. And last time we posted, if today is the 16th, was the 9th, that is seven days ago. So we go back to September 9th for news, and then we go every single day down the line until September 15th is when I'm recording, but there's not too much news for that day. There's some, but not too much. With that said, let's begin here. We have one piece of news for September 9th because 
that was a Saturday, as I said, and there's not much news that comes out on on, on the weekends. So, you know, we don't have much there, but let's fly through it then. We did get a GameStop Super Mario Bros. Wonder pre-order bonus revealed. Now, that's a cool thing. Pre-order bonuses. I told you there would be a lot of these in today's podcast. This is the first of many. Now, here's the thing. Can we, like, run through GameStop's history with pre-order bonuses? Uh, With Pikmin 4, we got a pin set, which was kind of cool. Uh, For things like Splatoon 3... We got a we got a sticker set, and I don't know. I've never really seen GameStop as like the greatest place to buy games in terms in terms of of pre order bonuses. It's always kind of seemed bottom of the barrel to me. Okay, and so with me saying that, can you guess what the GameStop North America pre order bonus is? It is a sticker set. Guys, where do you use these? I still have not used my Splatoon 3 sticker set. Where are you using stickers? Like, where can I put these? Can I, like, waterproof them and put it on my car? On uh, on what? I, I don't know what to do with these. So, the GameStop Mario Wonder pre-order bonus is stickers. Now, if you're looking to pre-order Mario Bros. Wonder, I have some other options for you later in the podcast as we go. There's there, there's Walmart, there's Target, a few other places. So, I would not rush into buying Mario Wonder from GameStop, and I will have you know I am a GameStop Pro member, meaning if I buy Mario Wonder from GameStop, I will get points to then use and get discounts on future games. Like, that's Kind of a no-brainer, like Max. Why wouldn't? Why 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 would you not buy from GameStop if you're if you're getting points to use in the future? I'm not buying from GameStop because your pre-order bonus is not the best one out of these stores that I'm going to talk about later. It's not great. So sticker set. There's a sticker of Elephant Mario, Mario himself, Luigi, Peach, Toad, Daisy, Yoshi, the Wonder Flower, and Talking Flower. So there are a lot of stickers there. It's just like, do you want stickers? That I don't really know. I can't really answer that for you. But it's just not appealing to me. It's not appealing to me. Stickers or pins? No way. Like I can't have that. I, I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a fan. Of either one, really. And so, that's GameStop's pre-order bonus for you. Uh, you know, once again, it's, it's, it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. But I'm tired of, of stickers. I have, I have too many stickers, all right? But that is the news for September 9th, which was a Saturday. Now we move over to September 10th, which was a Sunday. Now, once again, there's not much news on weekends. So, we're going to fly through this one as well. The night of September 10th, we got some news for any and all Splatoon fans, and you may already know this if you're a dedicated Splatoon fan. Shiver won the Splatoon 3 Splatfest. So if you did not know, last weekend there was a Splatfest in Splatoon 3, which is a little fun, you know, in-game event where there's three teams and you join a team and you fight to the death and see who wins, you know, it's fun stuff, it's fun content, surprise, they did not put a, a, a Splatfest announcement in the direct, that would, you know, kill some time, and they, they love, they love killing time in direct, so, you know, anyways, Shiver won the Splatoon 3 Splatfest, where the 
three teams were Shiver, Big Man, and Fry, and you would choose a team based on who would be the best leader. And I guess the people who chose Shiver were the better team that weekend, and they took home the Splatfest trophy. My biggest complaint, and I say this, like, often, how come you can't keep the Splatfest shirts? It makes no sense to me. Like, I get, like, just disable them. It's good souvenirs, because obviously you wouldn't want someone wearing that, like, in the Splatfest that the shirt is not, you know, related to. If it's, like, a big man shirt, you don't want to wear it in a Splatfest that, that, that's about, you know, ice cream flavors. But, like, just disable it for that weekend or whatever. Like, why can't we keep Splatfest shirts? It's a, it's a great souvenir. It's a collectible, a once-in-a-lifetime collectible for the game. I don't know. But I thought Big Man was going to win. Uh, I didn't actually play any of the Splatfest. I was working on some stuffs. Uh, I I knew that Fry didn't stand a chance. But Big Man, I thought, would have for sure won. But no, Shiver. Shiver has some dedicated fans, honestly. Fry also does too. But they weren't. There's there's not enough of them. And then Big Man, everyone loves Big Man. So, yep, yeah, Shiver wins. Probably should have seen it coming. No. Also revealed that Sunday is the future of Nintendo's Joy-Cons. What the heck am I talking about? Well, I made a YouTube short about this, which is probably where a lot of you found me from, about how Nintendo is fixing Joy-Con drift. Now, how are they doing this? So, Nintendo has filed a patent for a new type of thumbstick to assumingly, is that a word, assumingly, which I assume is going to be used with the next Nintendo system, which is looking like a revised version of the current Switch. So, what am I saying? This joystick they're filing a patent for, so, so no one can copy it, is very unique. So, let me, let me break it down for you. This is how they want their next joystick to work on the next Joy-Con so that there is no drift. I am using a thumbstick right now. When you, when you tilt the thumbstick in any direction, there will be a special type of smart fluid inside that when you tilt the thumbstick, the fluid thickens, okay? It thickens, and then when you let go of the thumbstick, the fluid unthickens, and... It's hard to explain how exactly it's, it's going to work. It's a smart fluid, but because of the thickening and then the unthickening and it knows when you're, you know, using the thumbstick, it'll effectively stop Joy-Con drift. Either way, if that's complicated for you or not, they're making strides to fix Joy-Con drift, and that is kind of the story for last Sunday. And you're probably not even going to notice, like, you know, that there's some kind of smart fluid in your joystick. Uh, someone's going to open it up. Like, somebody is going to open up the next Joy-Cons and be like, oh, hey, look, that's the cool fluid that, you know, they were talking about. Uh, but that is a patent, and it's it's not confirmed that it'll be in the next Switch. But if you're asking me, I'm, like, 90% sure. Because, like, honestly... If they're truly announcing the next Switch in late March of next year, which is the working rumor, I mean, they better, they're, they're probably close to, like, being 
done in a way, like with the Switch 2. Like they know what it looks like. They know how it's going to work. They know this. They know that. Like they're pretty close to like being complete, I guess, with the Switch 2 concept and design and things like that. So I do see this happening. And they want a way to to stop Joy-Con Drift because Joy-Con Drift is kind of losing the money in a way. Like if you don't know, Nintendo does free Joy-Con repairs, which they could be charging for if Joy-Con Drift was not a thing. So really, it's it's losing them money for their time. It's not great. They want to fix it, and this sounds like it's it's gonna fix it. At least we hope. I've only ever experienced drift like that on one Joy-Con and then my Pro Controller, which is weird because it's like six years old. I've had it like since it launched or whatever, and it started drifting recently. So. Nintendo, if you could, please add that to your Pro Controller as well. Whatever it looks like, please add it there, okay? Because I need that. Now, here's where things get spicy, okay? We move to Monday, September 11th. And there's not many announcements on this day. But we did have one, like, sad announcement, okay? And this was, like, out of the blue. This was out of the blue. I didn't see it coming so soon. It's not that soon. It's been like four years. But like, guys, Mario Kart Tour. Raise your hand if you're a fan of that game. I shouldn't see many hands raised. You know, it's it's fun. It's just like who actually plays that game. Not many people. And that's not me hating on it. I think it's fun. It's just the sad reality. It's like, when's the last time you played Mario Kart Tour? You might say yesterday. You might say right now. Or you might also say... Not in four years, not since it launched. So I don't know what the case is, but guys, it's sad stuff. Mario Kart Tour new content support is ending. After October 4th, 2023, there will be no new content added to Mario Kart Tour. What am I saying? Well, Nintendo has been adding new content to Mario Kart Tour for about four years now. And I don't know if their numbers are down. I don't know if they just don't care enough. I don't know what the exact case is. But we had a little statement announcement. They are ending all new content after October 4th. Now, that does not mean Mario Kart Tour is is dying. Not in the slightest. It's just nothing new. But previously seen content will resurface. Like, if you're, you know... Like, they, they they have tours in that game. If you're worried about the vacation tour being gone forever, that'll come back in time. Old content will come back, but you just won't see something that you haven't seen before. So, that's all it is. It's not super sad. I mean, maybe a little bit. Mm, I don't know. Because, like, do you even remember what content was in the game a year ago, like you probably don't. So there's still surprises to be found there. But once again, nothing new, which is kind of upsetting. It's a little bit sad. It's sad, but end of an era. It's been four years. I remember playing Mario Kart Tour in school, like like before it started, dude. It was it was great. It was sick. But yeah, not not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> so. That's all the announcement on Monday. Not much news there, but as the week goes on, 
the, the, the news gets bigger and juicier. Let's keep going. Now, this one, I have a word about this next piece of news, okay? Walmart has revealed their pre-order bonus for Super Mario Bros. Wonder, okay? Now, I'm not going to lie. How, okay, let's ask this. Let's ask. How often do you buy games from Walmart? Now, maybe that's your main place. For me, the last time that I, that I bought a game from Walmart must have been when I was like, I don't know, like during the, during like the DS era, when, when I bought like like pillow pets for the DS. Like, I'm not, I'm not kidding in the slightest. I'm serious. I do not buy games from Walmart. Nothing against them, but like. It's just like, you know, Target's right there or like GameStop is like right there. So it's just why would you do that? Seriously, I, I think that I did buy Pillow Pets on DS at Walmart. I'm not like trying to be funny. I'm serious. I, I think that I bought that. So anyways, Walmart has revealed a pre-order bonus for Mario Wonder. I said that last part because you might think that Walmart sucks. However, I believe they have the coolest pre-order bonus out of anybody as of right now. They are giving you, if you pre-order Mario Bros. Wonder for the Switch, they're giving you a pack of trading cards that have Mario characters on them. Now, with a pre-order, you will get one pack of cards. It has 10 cards, and there are 20 to collect in total. I shouldn't say collect because... You cannot buy these separately, to my knowledge. So you you know you know what you get is what you get, unless you buy two copies of Mario Wonder. So there are ten base cards. You'll probably have a lot of those. There are four hollow foil cards, which are like the shiny ones, and then there is one, one little freaking limited edition elephant Mario card. And I think when I said 10 base cards, I think that I meant uh, 14 base cards. That is my bad. 14 base cards, four hollow foil cards, and one limited edition elephant Mario card. Here's the thing. I believe there are there were about 33,000, odd number really, 33,000 of these like pre-order bundles available. So after 33,000 people buy Mario Wonder with the card set, uh, it's gone which I think they're actually still in stock. There are only a thousand of the Elephant Mario cards, giving you a, if I can do math, I can do math, less than 3%, and it says this on the actual picture, less than 3% of people who buy the Mario Wonder cards will receive the Elephant Mario card. What's so cool about it, it has like it, it has a fun background. Elephant Mario is on there. That's obviously a cool thing. And they're also numbered one to a thousand. So, like, you know, let's say that I get one. It might be numbered 657. And you have one of the 1,000 of them. Like, that's so cool. Anyways, when you buy Mario Wonder, you get a pack of cards. Now, when you pre order the game, you have to make sure to buy the specific listing that has the cards included. So, like, for example, you can search Mario Wonder on, on, you know, on the site. If you just buy the, buy the game and it does not say like plus trading cards in the title or in the picture, you won't get them. You have to buy the specific listing on the site, which I will link down below. 
Now, when you see this, maybe it's out of stock. I don't know. But last time that I checked, it was in stock. So I'll have you know, in case you're wondering what I'm doing, this is what, this is what I pre-ordered. This is what I got. I did not want to buy from GameStop because it's just stickers. There's one more Mario Wonder, actually like a few more Mario Wonder uh, pre-order bonuses in this podcast today. But the one in North America, out of the few stores doing pre-order bonuses, I thought Walmart was the coolest. And I'm going to make a launch day video where I open up the cards and see if I get one of the 1,000 Mario Elephant cards. I have a weird feeling that I'm going to pull it. I'm going to pull, like, number one of the Elephant Mario. Dude, I could sell that for, like, $10,000. Bro, I would be... Whoever gets that card, because someone's going to get it. Someone's going to get the uh, number one Mario card. Whoever gets that card is going to be a freaking millionaire. I'm not kidding. Like, bro, you can sell that thing or keep it. And you're... In your, you know, Nintendo shrine. Keep it there. Get it get it graded. Get it like, you know, 10 out of 10 sealed and graded by WADA or who, you know, whoever does it. Dude, th- this this is how dude, this is like the Mario lottery. Like I'm, I'm like, bro, this is like the, the 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 mega millions for Mario Wonder. Like, bro, it's sick, right? So if you out there listen to me right now, if you watching or listening, I guess. To the podcast, pre-order this and pull a Mario Elephant card. I want you to come back to the podcast and comment, I got the card! Or, you know, I got one of the 1,000 cards. It'd be so cool to actually know if any of you got it or if they're pulling a big scam. Buy it and maybe you'll get the card. They sent out no no Elephant Mario cards. <laughs> it's a scam, I'm getting. Uh, but yes, once again, there is a less than 3% chance. It says it on the actual picture, the promo picture. Less than 3% chance that you will get the Elephant Mario card. It sounds much more likely before they said that. Like, there there being a thousand of them sounds like, oh my gosh, I might get one. You know, there's a thousand. But then the less than less than 3% thing just, like, kills your mood. It's like, dang. That's like no, that's like no, no shot, right? But, you know, someone has to get them, so... You know, maybe it'll be me, and I'll have to go and get it graded and, and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Get it graded, get it sealed, done. Next, we move on to game updates here. Now, we have an update for a certain game on September 12th. Now, this update was, I guess, advertised for September 13th, but if you have been around the Nintendo space, you might know that when an update says it's going to come out on this day, it really comes out like the day before, comes out like the night before. So, for example, if Splatoon 3, this thing's happening on the 14th of January, you can probably download that on the 13th that night. So, you know, they come out one night before. This is why this is September 12th news. So, the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, Teal Mask DLC has released and the game was updated. So there are two parts of the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet DLC. This first part that has released is the Teal Mask that is out now, but there's also an update, which I will 
kind of fly through. You know, normally when there's patch notes, I either don't read it if it's too long, or I try to make it as snappy as possible. All of this info, I feel like would interest a lot of players. So there's a lot of patch notes. I will read them all in full, but I'll kind of fly through them. So here are the patch notes for the update. Can we actually get what version this is? If we can, um, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet update, update to 2.0.1. I believe it is 2.0.1. Is that correct? Nintendo, verify this for me. We're loading their site. It is 2.0.1. Wow, guys, we're doing it. So here, here are the patch notes. We have newly added features. Here we go. You will now be able to lock the minimap that appears while you are out in the field so that up is always north. You can do this by pressing the right stick twice while you have the map app open to select the app and minimaps locked setting. And the next patch note, camera settings have been added to the options menu. These settings will let you adjust how the cameras work while you are out in the field. Next, we have a, sorry, we have added a feature that allows you to signal a Pokemon accompanying you, accompanying you in the field to stop and wait where it is. To give this signal, press the left stick. Next, you can now take pictures by pressing the A button in the camera app. Then you can now play music by pressing the, the ZL or ZR button while the camera app is open. You may find that Pokemon accompanying you in the field and people around you will react to the music. They're having a little dance party over there. And then while using the Union Circle, trainers can now share photos they have taken with the camera app during that Union Circle session with the friends they are playing with. We've also added a feature to TM Machines that allows you to filter for moves your Pokemon can learn. By interacting with a TM Machine and selecting the option to filter for learnable moves, you will be able to display only TMs containing moves that a specific Pokemon can learn. And there you go. There's also some bug fixes and feature adjustments, but we, we, we will not go into those because they're a bit more tedious and you know no one really cares for those kinds of things. And I want to know, we kind of skimmed by this part. The DLC is out. Are you buying the DLC? If I'm not wrong, I had asked somebody, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet DLC. It's $40, isn't it, right? Here we go. Game plus DLC. How much does it tack on? So the DLC from this bundle, $35, is it? Or is that like a little bundle discount? Either way. 35, 40 bucks for DLC. I mean, that's a lot of money. But I mean, I, okay, here's the thing. A lot of Nintendo DLC is 25. Mario Kart, Splatoon, Animal Crossing. It's kind of their standard price. A lot of it is. Not everything, but a lot. Pokemon, considering this is in what I believe is two waves... And I'm sure it's big. Like, we watched the Pokemon Presents, where they kind of went more into depth on this. They also did it in the last direct... Sorry, not the September one, but the one back in June. They went kind of into depth on what this DLC would, would have. And I've not played it, so I cannot tell you firsthand. But it's, it's probably worth the extra money. You know, because normally it's 25 now it's a bit ex more expensive. It's probably going to be worth the extra that you're paying. So I can't recommend it to you because once again, I've not played it, 
but I can tell you from what I've seen, I watched one uh, or, you know, a few people play it, and it looks pretty good to me. It looks good. That's all I can say. Have not played it, cannot say, but it looks good. It looks like it's going to be worth the extra moolah. So that's all I can say on it before I actually do dive into it, which will not be for a while. I don't know when I'm going to get back to Pokemon Violet. I have not beaten the game. I was waiting for some performance patch, and then I never got back to it. So I don't know. I'll have to go and, go and beat it eventually, and then if I like it, I'll buy the DLC, which I probably will do. Because once I'm playing a game, if I'm ever going to play the DLC, it has to be, like, when I just beat the game. Uh, exceptions. The exception was Splatoon 2, Mario Kart, and, and Animal Crossing. Because you can't really beat Animal Crossing. Mario Kart, I guess, if you get all the, all the you know, trophies. But Splatoon, I beat that and then put it away. And then the DLC came out, and then I was like, well, I guess I could play it. So, But normally, I want to play it right when I beat the game. Or else, I just kind of lose interest. Now, we have more news to share for you here regarding Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. It's quick. It's, it's quick. Don't worry. It's quite fast. So we have the final wave of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet-themed Nintendo Switch Online icons available now for you to go and grab so if you are not a switch online member you're, you're you're missing out i'm sorry there's only one way to put it you're missing out if you are a switch online member what you can do is go is go to the switch online app on your home menu and go to the pokemon section of the icons of the you know mission and reward section you will see brand new final wave of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet icons. Now, these will be gone very soon until September 17th. As of listening to the podcast, you have hours. You you have mere hours to go to go and grab all these icons. So, if you see any that you like, please grab them. I believe looking at this picture here, there's a Fuecoco, there's a Quaxley, there's an Eevee, there's the freaking Sprigatito. There are some nice icons. And you know what? I need to also remember to grab these. Because there are some good ones here. So, go and at least check them out. I threw them up on screen for our video listeners. Uh, if you're an audio listener, I'm so sorry. But I pray that you're not like on a jog. And like you know, you can pull out your Switch and check the icons. But, worst case, check them when you get home. Because not everyone listens to podcasts when they're at home. Now, I feel like a lot of people do. Like, I I do. But you, maybe you're on an exercise bike right now. And if you are, go faster. And it, same thing, if, if, if you're on a jog listening to me right now, speed up, punk. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, hopefully you are now sprinting. Um. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? Xenoblade Chronicles 3, guys. Yeah, Xenoblade. I'm going to spend the next five minutes acting like I know anything about Xenoblade. My face is red from laughing. I need some water. But that can wait. We have Xenoblade Chronicles 3 updated to version 2.1.1. As I said seconds ago, I'm going to act like I know what I'm talking about here. But for any Xenobladers out there, you will know what I'm saying. So, 
There are two patch notes to the update, nothing big at all, just little fixes here. One, fixed, fixed an issue where not having the expansion pass would cause the special hero background music, audio environment, and audio setting, as well as no, as notifications to not display. So, huh, things were, were not displaying for you, huh? <sighs> very, very rude, Nintendo, or Monolith Soft, whoever makes the game. <laughs> And then they also fixed an issue with Staying Powers Art follow-up where activating Fusion Arts would cause the follow-up attack damage to be dealt to the character using Fusion Arts and allies. Yeah, I know, I, I know exactly what that means. Yeah, they fixed that one. Yeah. All right, Xenobladers, go ahead and download the update. Can I, can I call you that, Xenobladers? Someone, if there's any Xenoblade fans listening... Let me know if that's accept if, if that's accept acceptable. Oh man, okay. Now we move to September 13th. Guys, what happened on that day? Well, this was the causing of the uh, of the ruckus, okay? Uh, as you know, we ha- we had the direct on September 14th, and when do directs get announced? On September 13th. Yeah. And so really Nothing happened on the 13th because after it was announced at 10 a.m. Eastern time, there was no news. It was just people saying, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, I hope that we get a new, you know, new uh, Tomodachi Life 2. Like, you know, that's all it was on that day. It was all, you know, articles were writing their predictions. They were writing speculation, you know, direct tomorrow. Here's everything we know. Switch 2 may be announced. Shut up. Like, that's that's all it was on, on, on 13th. So, no news on that day. But, of course, we, we, we will, we'll get to the direct talk in the podcast later on. If you want, feel free to skip to it now. You're, like, 40 minutes into the podcast. I would I'd be concerned if that's all you, all you wanted to hear about and you haven't skipped yet. So, skip if you want. There's timestamps. Uh, on the like little scroll thing and also in the description if that's not accessible to you then you know skip to like an hour 20 in and I'll, I'll i'll probably be talking about it anyways here we go september 14th aside from nintendo direct stuff because we're talking about it later aside from that we have a lot of news here a lot of updates pre-order bonuses let's talk so, direct stuff later. Number one, Splatoon 3 was updated to version 5.0.1. Okay, they've thrown a lot of updates here. So, I, as you know, if you've ever heard me say Splatoon update, I'm not going to go into every little thing that changed because there's so many tiny things that change. However, I'm going to read you the big boy stuff. You know, what you might want to know about. So, one there were changes to DLC. This one, all there was, was they added a free off-the-hook banner when buying the DLC. You can redeem that. So if you've bought the DLC, you can go to the lobby terminal and redeem a little banner. That's cool. And then also fixes to player controls, fixes to multiplayer. That's it. I will not go into depth because there's some small, tiny things that change. So if you want to read all of it, the link will be in the description. Go to the sources and links link 
it's a paste bin with all the links mentioned. It'll all be in there. That way, the the uh, description is not flooded with random links. You know, it's more convenient to put it all in a in a paste bin. So, do that. Then more Splatoon news while we we're on the topic. The wave two of Splatoon three icons are now available for Switch Online members. So same thing as the Pokemon icons, but there are all there's there's you know there's also Splatoon icons. These are available until what I believe is September 21st. So check them out then. You have a lot of like cartoon icons. They're all, you know, cartoon based. Like, like you know, there's a cartoon squid I see, cartoon inkling. It's hard to, to, to describe what I'm seeing in a lot of these. Like there's missiles in, in one of them. Check them out for yourself. They're on screen if you're watching on video. If you're listening, though, audio only, check them out. They're cool cartoon animated icons. And will I buy any of them? Uh, probably a few. I like the one with the with the two squids. That one's cool, but, you know, I'll see. And then, guys, Pokemon Unite! Yeah! Pokemon Unite! Where are all my Uniters at? Where are the Uniters, guys? Come on! We have an update! Yeah, guys! Now, the update is not crazy, you know, jam-packed, but we do have some things here. We have one, shop updates, we have event updates, bug fixes, text fixes, and also the man, the myth, the legend, Blaziken is now in the game. So if you're playing Pokemon Unite in 2023, which, you know, a lot of people do, Nothing to be ashamed of. I've just personally, I've, I've, I've personally moved on. Okay, I've moved on. It's been like two years since since I last played. Blaziken is now in there. Go get Blaziken. Play with Blaziken in the game, and let me know how Blaziken is. Do I have to log back on to to Pokemon Unite because the game is that good? I don't know. Like, should I do that? Is that the move right now? I don't know. You tell me. With that said, staying on the Pokemon topic, we have another update, guys. This is the, this is freaking update central here, okay? We have Pokemon Home being updated. All that changed was the version number, 3.1.0. They also added added compatibility with the hidden treasure of Area Zero, Area Zero Part 1, so the Part 1 of the DLC. It is now compatible with the Pokemon Home service. And then they also added new challenges and stickers, which I think, like, these are actually stickers that I can appreciate. Like, screw the GameStop ones. I can appreciate some Pokemon Home version 3.1.0 stickers. So, thank you, Pokemon Company. I will make sure to check those out and do do the challenges. So, that'll be happening. And then, guys, oh my gosh, guys, our friends in the UK are 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 freaking eating good. Now, if you're not in the UK, hold on, don't skip, don't skip, because you might want to hear this. Like, you might want to hear this if you're anywhere else. So, and whether you're in North America, you're in Canada, is Canada in North America? Hold on, is that like the same thing? I don't even know. Uh, whether you're in the UK, wherever you are, Australia, I I I don't I, I don't really care. Okay. You want to hear this. Nintendo UK. Like, if you buy Mario Wonder from Nintendo in the UK, your pre-order bonus is like God. I- I'm not 
joke. Like, bro, okay, if you pre-order, you get two things. Not one, but two. You get an elephant fruit stress ball, which is the coolest thing I've seen in my life. Do you remember when Mario turned into an elephant? The fruit that he ate before that is now a stress ball. And you also get a pin set, three pins, one elephant fruit, one wonder flower, and one talking flower for free when you buy the game through Nintendo. I'm going to move to the UK just to buy this. I mean, what are we doing? This makes everywhere else look like fools. This makes GameStop look like a fool. This makes Walmart look like a fool. This makes Nintendo of America look like a fool. What are we doing? I mean, that's the coolest thing in the world. Can we get like something close? Like, can I can I import the elephant fruit stress ball? Come on. That's the coolest thing. So that is your pre-order bonus. But hold on, we are not done there. You are we are literally not done there. If you pay a little extra moolah with your purchase, I don't know how much. I couldn't find out how much. I assume it's like 10 bucks or so. You also get a talking flower resin figure, which is sick. A 2D diorama. A diorama? Are you kidding? And also, Mario Wonder magnets. For what I assume is not more than 20 bucks. If you pay a little bit extra, you get all that. And also, obviously, the previously mentioned stuff. The stress ball and the, and the pin set. Are you kidding? Dude! You're spoiled if you're in the UK. That's insane. I'm not jealous because obviously we have like cool things too. But that is, you are spoiled. Bro, imagine like Mario Wonder launch day. You know, if you're asking me, I'm getting a little slab of a package from Walmart. That just has the game and some trading cards. Dude, you're getting a freaking uh, 20-pound box with Mario Wonder, a stress ball, a pin set... A talking resin, or sorry, talking flower resin figure, a 2D diorama, and Mario Wonder magnets. You're getting a haul. That is insane. That's crazy. Anyways, nuts. Nuts. That is the most stacked pre-order bonus I've seen in my life. That's stacked. Anyways, for our friends in Canada, you have a pre-order bonus as well. I believe that your Mario Wonder bonus is a keychain. Do, do, do I have that right? Canada, hold on, GameStop, GameStop Canada Mario Wonder pre-order. It's a, it's a keychain, right? Yeah, so if you're in Canada, for Mario Wonder, you get a keychain, but also a recently revealed pre-order bonus for GameStop Canada, for Mario RPG, Mario RPG is a six-button pin set. So, it's called, like, buttons or whatever, but I, buttons and pins are, like, the same thing. It's, it's like a button pin. Like, I used to have to wear one of those in kindergarten. They would give you, like, these, like, button pins or whatever to wear. 
and it had your name on it so they could learn your name. They're kind of cool. So you're getting six pins in this set, one of them being Mario, one of them being Peach, one being Bowser, one being Malo, one being Gino, and then one of the game's logo. And they all have a white background to them. It's kind of like if you took the Mario RPG cover art, Super Mario RPG Switch cover cover art type 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 cover art. It's kind of like if you took all the characters from the cover art and made them their own pin. That's exactly what it looks like. So it's the cover art divided up into pieces. They're all like if you have seen the Mario RPG cover art, they're all like looking in a certain direction. That is that that is exactly what the pin looks like. So it's just the cover art characters exactly as they look, but just white background and they're on a on a button pin. That's 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 all it is. I gotta say, very cool. Very cool. Very freaking cool. That's a cool pre-order bonus. I am, I guess, notorious for not liking pins as a bonus, but when they're when, when they're button pins and there's like six. That's kind of cool. Like, that's kind of cool. When, when they're buttons. I don't like the little cutout pins. Like, I have... I don't know where it went. I had a Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, like, Link pin or whatever. It's alright, but it's, like, tiny. These are cool. I like those. Now, if you would allow me to reach for my phone, okay? We have great business being on the phone during the podcast we are going to check to make sure that we have not missed any news before we move on to september oh my god to september 15th news sorry i said i said oh my god because i got a notification from from wario 64 disney illusion island for for switch is 25 dollars I just bought it for 40 like a month ago. I bought it for 40 bucks like a month ago. Well, come on. I could have saved the money there. Uh, but there is no other news on the freaking Friday. Yeah, no other news. So we have some news here for you. And then that's it. Until the direct talk. After this, we talk direct. Now, because we're on the weird topic of pre-order bonuses, we have one more pre-order bonus to discuss today for Mario Bros. Wonder. Okay, we have one more. So, we talked to GameStop. We, we, we talked to Walmart. We talked, uh, what did we talk? We talked, hold on, hold on, hold on. GameStop, Walmart, and then Nintendo themselves in the UK. We're missing one place, uh, two. We're missing two places in the U.S., and one of those two places has a pre-order bonus revealed to us. So, the two places in question, Target and Best Buy. I do not believe Best Buy has put out a pre-order bonus for Mario Wonder. I don't think so. But Target has today. Today. They have put out, they have announced that you will receive a shadow box with the full cover art artwork inside. When you... I don't think with Target that you have to pre-order it. I think if you go and pick it up in store, you will get this. You get a free shadow box with a purchase purchase of Mario Bros. Wonder. Now, what is a shadow box? Because I didn't really know what a shadow box was either. 
until like if we google shadow box how how do i explain this to you it's kind of like it's like a framed artwork but uh, but there's like glass over it and the artwork is like deeper inside the box okay it's a box the artwork is inside there's space between the artwork and the glass it's like if you're looking at a display case like if you've seen very weird analogy. If you have the Animal Crossing New Horizons like big display cases, imagine that, but the artwork is inside of there. Like there's space between that and the glass. Or better analogy, if you've been to a museum, it's like a display case. It, it looks just like that, but it has a black outlined frame or whatever, and the artwork is in there, and there's like half a foot between the artwork. No, no, no. There's like three inches between the artwork and the glass. That's what a shadow box is. I made that way more complicated than it needed to be. But how do you get this? So once again, when I look at the actual graphic where they talk about, you know, oh, free free shadow box, free shadow box. Like if, if I pull it up right here, let's just search for it right here. We go, we go x.com. Is it Twitter? Guys, Twitter or x? Let me know, please. Mario Wonder Target. Like if you search that right now, we see the graphic. It says when you buy Mario Wonder. I don't think that you have to pre-order jack nothing. It says free exclusive Super Mario Bros. Wonder Shadow Box collectible when you buy $60 Mario Wonder in stores only, quantities limited, no rain checks, and available at the electronics counter. So you got to go to the back of the store, talk to the guy working in electronics, and there's your dandy, handy Mario Bros. Wonder shadow box. Pretty cool. Now, final piece of news for September 15th. And before we get to talking about the entire direct Mario Kart tour. Now, what are you, you going to say to me? Oh, Max, you said there was no more content. There's no more content being added. This is the second to last piece of content being added to Mario Kart tour. We have got revealed the Mario Kart Tour Anniversary Tour. Now, that's pretty cool. I can't even lie. There's an anniversary tour because, obviously, the anniversary for the game is coming up. You want to put out some sort of cool celebration, as they like to do for a lot of games like Animal Crossing, Mario Kart Tour, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, a lot of things like that. So, the anniversary tour begins on September 19th, which is going to be, that's a Tuesday, right? Tuesday. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, Tuesday. That is a Tuesday. And ends in two Tuesdays later on, on October 3rd, which is one day before the new content ends. Now, the drivers featured in this tour is Gold Mario. The Me Racing suit revealed is the Koopa Clown Me Racing suit. So if you want to use your Me, you can use the Koopa Clown Me suit. The carts featured is a cart based on Mario, uh, Mario's crown, and then there's also a gold B dasher and a black B dasher. The gliders featured are a glider based on a hand of playing cards, uh, gold Mario's hat balloon, and rainbow bells. And then the courses featured is the Athens Dash 3, Mad uh, Madrid Drive 3, Rome Avanti 3, Berlin Byways 3, and Sydney Sprint 3. 
Why do they all have three at the end? I do not know. All that info is courtesy of MarioWiki.com. And really, are you playing like the final or second to last new content Mario Kart tour update? It doesn't really change things for me that it's like the, the, the second to last thing. Um, I'm probably not playing. You could. You might want to. I don't know. It's not a me thing. But maybe you want to play? That sounds like fun. I don't know. Mario Kart Tour, never really been my game. But that is it for our Nintendo News headlines today. Now we got to talk, put your big boy pants on, about the Nintendo Direct. That is what our next two segments consist of. Nintendo Direct. First, we talk about news that they did not tell you in the Direct. It's not like, oh my gosh, Wario's a girl, but it's like they didn't, you know, find the need to put it in the Direct, okay? So, with that said, let's jump to the Nintendo Direct news not shown. Here we go. Now, how much news do I have for you here? Well... You know, you might have watched that direct and sat back afterwards and after it ended, after you after you see that disappointing red screen that says, thanks for watching, you might have sat there and be like, you know, there were a lot of remasters shown. Or you could have been like, oh my gosh, Paper Mario, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, remaster, oh my god. Like, there were a few ways to react to that last direct. But... I feel like a lot of people didn't go and search Nintendo Direct News and then scroll. Okay, so that's what I'm doing here. I'm bringing you news that you did not see shown in the Direct. Here we go. So, I have prices for you. I got the download stuff. I got some ways to save money. Let's start with that. So, you all know... If you have a Switch Online membership, you might know that you actually are able to save some money when buying digital games if you buy, essentially, two at one time. So you're able to buy Nintendo Switch Online game vouchers, which effectively, if you spend 100 bucks, like these two vouchers cost 100 bucks, but the appeal in that is you can get two games for 100 bucks, which would normally cost 120 bucks. So you're saving money if you're gonna buy games. Three, you know, big boy games shown in the direct are going to be voucher eligible. So those three games are Princess Peach Showtime, Mario versus Donkey Kong, and another code. Recollection, or is it recollection? Recollection, it is. So those three games are voucher available. Now, I will say, if you're going to buy vouchers and, you know, you're deciding between games, I maybe wouldn't spend your voucher on Mario versus Donkey Kong just because that game, and I'll get into the prices in in a second, but that game is 50 bucks, which if you buy Peach and Mario versus Donkey Kong, that's 110 bucks in total. You only spend 100. You're saving money, but like what if you bought Princess Peach Showtime and, you know, a game that you wanted to buy, like, uh, I don't know, Tears of the Kingdom. In total, you would have spent 70 plus 60. That is 130 bucks. 
and you only spent 100 bucks. Like, you save more money that way, you know? So be careful with what you pick, but I mean, you can't ever really go wrong when buying vouchers. So if you did buy Mario vs. Donkey Kong and Princess Peach Showtime, like, you're still, you're, you're, you're still saving money. You're saving money, but what if you could save more money, you know? Like, wouldn't you want to do that? I don't know, but those three games are part of the voucher eligibility list. Save some money there. Now, talking about money, talking about money, we're not talking about vouchers. We're talking about money. When you're at the GameStop and you're bringing, you know, Trombone Champ to the counter, how much does that cost? (laughs) Okay, so I have prices for you for the games and also the Amiibo. So, Mario vs. Donkey Kong, as we said earlier, is $50. Now, I actually didn't know that it was a remake at first, just because I was, like, excited. I was like, oh my gosh, Mario, Donkey Kong. It's a Game Boy Game Boy Advance remake. Uh, so, it, it's not, you know, going to be a full 60 but it is $50, which is what they kind of charge for a lot of remakes. Not all, but, a, you know, a lot. And then Princess Peach Showtime is, of course, going to be the full 60. It, it is a brand new game, and I'll dive into my thoughts on that game later on. Another code recollection is 60 bucks. Tomb Raider, how do you even, Tomb Raider 1 to 3 Remastered is 30 bucks. Trombone Champ is 15 bucks. And those are the most notable games that we have prices for. Now, there might be like, you know, some random title out there that, you know, no one really cared about in the direct that has a price. We didn't bring that to you. These are the only games that you might be interested in. Now, if you're, if there is a game that you were hoping to hear about in this list, uh, either, either I didn't know the price for it or, you know, the majority might not be interested or I'm just stupid and, you know, I, I, I missed one, you know. Otherwise, the games shown like, you know, Detective Pikachu, those things, uh, the prices are already out there. We've we've talked about it before. Um, but here's the thing, okay? We have Amiibo shown off in that Direct. Now, I forgot to search for one of them. Noah and Mio. Those are how much money those are. Hold on. Wait a minute, guys. Holy. Are they 40 bucks? That is insane. Okay, so the Zelda and Ganondorf... Amiibo were shown off in the direct. They were shown off, and we got the release date, that being November 3rd, but we'll you know talk about it later. The Zelda Amiibo costs 16 bucks, the Ganondorf costs 20, and then the Noah and Mio Amiibo, you know, a, 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 a freaking according to Best Buy, is $40, which sounds kind of pricey. What do they beat the game for you? Okay, geez. 40 bucks for, for those guys. And then this part is not confirmed, but my speculation and my guessing work, okay? Luigi's Mansion 2 and Paper Mario Thousand Year Door uh, were two games shown in the direct. Luigi's Mansion we knew about. Paper Mario was, was shown off in that direct. I can tell you pretty confidently, Luigi's Mansion 2 will probably be 60 bucks, despite it being a remake, because if you look at a game like Metopia. I better not be stupid here. That was 60, right? However much Metopia was is what Luigi's Mansion will be. Hold on. Was Metopia 50? I thought like confidently that Metopia was 60, but I actually hold on. I have to like fact check myself. Oh, so look, Metopia was 50. So it seems like a lot of remakes really are 50. 
Okay, 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 so I give you Luigi's Mansion 2 will probably be 50, while Paper Mario Thousand Your Door. I mean, here's the thing. It's probably gonna be 40 bucks because like a game as great as Metroid Prime Remastered. Metroid Prime Remastered was 40 bucks. So that was a GameCube game, same console as Paper Mario Thousand Year Door. I would assume that Thousand Year Door will be 40 bucks. That's what I, I will assume. But I will say, and correct me if I'm wrong, there's a lot more hype around Thousand Year Door than there was Metroid Prime Remastered. Just because it's a Mario title. So with that said, I wouldn't be shocked if they feel like upping it to 50 bucks. So there's no shot Mario Thousand Year Door is going to be 60 but No shot it's 60 No shot. 40 would be following history because history repeats itself. And Metroid Prime GameCube Remaster was 40 I mean, even like Pikmin 1 and 2. Uh, our GameCube remasters, and those were not even; those were thirty bucks a piece, thirty a piece, fifty in a bundle. So they could not charge more than fifty for Thousand Year Door. If they did sixty, like it's still gonna sell, but that's just like it's not following their previous trends. So forty or fifty from for, for Thousand Year Door, probably forty. I, I don't know because they can squeeze out more money than like if they did fifty. No one's not gonna buy it because it's it's fifty bucks now. It'll probably be fifty, honestly. Forty would would repeat history, but fifty is such a Nintendo thing to do. Uh, it'll be fifty probably. <laughs> so, no confirmation on that though. No confirmation on the prices for either of those two. Not Luigi's Mansion Two. Not Mario Thousand Year Door. Neither neither of those. Then one more little piece of news. We actually got a lot of WarioWare Move It footage released, which in that footage. You can see the intro video, closer looks at the micro games, board game footage, and a lot more. So if you're at all interested in looking at what WarioWare Move It is going to look like, you have that video. I will link it down below in the paste bin. That game comes out on November 3rd. Also with the Amiibo. So that is good too. Also, sorry, with the Zelda and Ganondorf Amiibo. Whereas the Noah and Mio Amiibo release January 19th. That's that's far away, man. That's pretty, pretty pretty far away. But with that said, that is the news that came out that came out after the direct that you maybe did not know. Now is the time. The time of the podcast where we discuss what you want to hear. My full thoughts. On the direct. Let's not waste time. Let's go. Okay, so here's how this segment will work. I'm going to go through games that were shown in the direct in chronological order. So I've cut out some games that I have no clue what they are. I'm not familiar. And you probably aren't either. Actually, maybe you are. But just games that I have... Nothing to say about. I have no clue what it is. Not that you know. Not that they're bad games. Like I know that some people liked one, uh, one of the one that I cut out. I didn't. I don't remember what it was. Uh, it was some DLC or something. But I cut it out because I have no clue what to say on it. But most of the games are still here. So let's go through chronological order what was shown, and then at the end I'll give like a recap, kind of 
afterthoughts of the Direct. So, let's go chronological. We have most of the games here. Splatoon 3, Expansion Pass, Side Order, or, side order, side order DLC, talk, opened up the Direct, okay? This opened the, the Direct, and I was kind of, I don't know, I kind of thought they would show something that they already announced, like an update to what they announced, like whether it be Luigi's Mansion 2, whether it be Splatoon 3, and I was kind of right. They showed some side order stuff. Now, I'm not going to lie. Side order looks like a brand new, like, spinoff to me. If I can pull up this video, I mean, dude, it looks freaking good. Like, it, it looks like a big step away, I guess, from the normal Splatoon that we are used to. You're going up towers and elevators and things like this. You're, you're, you're meeting new characters, Pearl. And, I mean, I gotta say, just like even the way that the numbers pop up in this trailer, it's a totally new thing. It's a totally new thing. And I'm not gonna lie, maybe you do, but I don't grab much about, I guess, what the whole thing is about from this little trailer. But I'm excited to play it, I'll tell you that. It kind of gives me like... Splatoon 2 uh, Octo Expansion vibes almost. It, it like reminds me of that. Although I'm sure it is nothing like that. But like the way that you can enter from that like one hand hanging glider. Dude, it all just looks so cool. And this will for sure get me back into playing, playing some Splatoon 3 again. Because I've not played Splatoon 3 in a while. That will get me back. Now, Mario versus Donkey Kong. So now I can say it. This was the game that Puro had leaked on his Twitter. This was a leaked game. And I gotta say, I thought, right, you know, when it happened, it, look, it looked really good. The, the only thing that like, like was weird is like, I didn't expect them to announce that so soon. Like that was the second announcement in the direct. That was the second thing. And I will tell you, I I saw a lot of people say, like, I've never even touched this series. I didn't really play it too much, but I did play the one on the DS, like Mighty Minis or whatever it's called. I played that one, and I gotta say, it's a fun little, like, puzzle game. I like the Mario vs. Donkey Kong series. It's real fun. It's dope. And... I honestly cannot wait to play this one. I think you know, remaking one of those was one of the best things you can do because putting a bunch of effort into making, I guess, a brand new one would just be kind of, eh, do you want to do that? Will it sell great? I don't know, but I like the remake. It's kind of like testing the waters and seeing is there anything you know left there, and I like that. And I do like how the remake looks. For some reason, like, the graphics made me feel like it wasn't even made by, you know, Nintendo. But rest assured, it is. So, I, I, it just looked... Maybe I'm not used to, like, the brand new look of Mario. But he just looked a little too... Or Donkey Kong looked, looked like, too furry. <laughs> I don't know. Something about him there. So... We had that game that will be 50 bucks at launch, and that launches, I am so stupid, that is a January game, right? That's, that's January, February, March, April. Skip here. 
Let's find out. February 16th, pre-orders begin today for Mario versus Donkey Kong. And then I had to skip a few games because I had nothing to say. Horizon Chase 2, uh, I've never played. That was shown off in the Direct. Never really played it. But I will say it did look kind of interesting out of, you know, like there's a few black games that, you know, you don't really care about. That one was sort of interesting to me. And so I might pick that up. But then the next kind of notable thing that you had that I can, you know, give an opinion about is Mario RPG. Now, we knew this game was going to be releasing and it releases on November 17th. That, that, that's, about, that's about two months out. We are two months out from that game releasing. Obviously, a remake of the SNES game, Mario RPG. And it's hard for me to give my thoughts on, like, what what has changed and things like that. Because I have never played the original one. Which is why I'm so excited to play this one, the remake one. All I can really say on this, like, I'm sorry, like, I wish I knew more. But I just, like, haven't played the original. It looks freaking great it looks great and i don't want to just say that like the way that the battles work i hear that's a bit different there's like new techniques and new ways to deal some damage i like that i like the idea of of a mario rpg i'm treating this as though it's a brand new game even though it's not just because i've never played it before with that said i do think this game sells a lot of copies I think it does, I don't know, 4.68 million. Clip that, because I am telling you, it'll probably be right. I'm seeing a lot of, like, battle footage from the trailer. I don't believe that's all that you do in that game. There are seemingly, once again, never actually played, seemingly some puzzles to solve here and there. And so I like that. I... I'm somewhat of a fan of RPGs, haven't played enough, but it looks good. I'm picking that up. That's all I can really tell you right there. Now, another code recollection, okay? Another code recollection. This game, I'm not familiar with, but this was what Puro had leaked on his Twitter. If you, if you don't know who, who Puro is, I probably should have you know specified. Puro is a Nintendo leaker who writes things on Twitter that end up being true. They said there would be a remake of a Wii and a DS game. And this was the game. Another code recollection is the final title. It's coming to Switch and it is going to cost $60. Now, I know this game never released in North America. They had said that. This remake releases on January 19th. 2024. I don't know much about it, but I saw that when Puro had leaked it, he liked a tweet where somebody was like, you know, I hope that it's this game, and Puro liked it, which normally means what they said was true. Like, that that normally means, you know, if you guess what he's hinting at, and he likes it, you got it right, and that's gonna happen. And I didn't think that was actually gonna happen, because from the cover arts used, it was like all in Japanese. However, now I understand that, that they were released in Europe, I believe, this game. And 
I don't know. It seems like kind of an odd game to remake. I've never played it because obviously it was never never released in North America. Never played it. But I'm not gonna lie. It did look it like it looks kind of interesting to me. Like I feel like that's a game that I would pick up, even though you know you can't see too much of it. You 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 do see like the uh, wood building in one of the clips, and like some puzzles where you gotta, like, rotate the little, uh, freaking cylinder things to, like, unlock a door. Like, it seems kind of cool. Like, a little story game that I would play. If you've played it, please let me know. Because I want to know if it's a game that I would like. Is it good? Is it bad? I, I'm not sure. You tell me. But it doesn't really do anything for me. Like, it's not like, a you know, I'm, I'm doing, you know... I'm, I'm popping confetti cannons over this game. Not not really. One thing that I could pop confetti cannons over, though, was Princess Peach Showtime. This one, I have a lot to say. And I have more to say as this, like, list goes on. I've been kind of a bit blank over the first few, you know, announcements. But now is, from now to the end, it's juicy. So, Princess Peach Showtime. This game wowed me. I thought it would just be like Princess Peach, you know, waddling along, doing this, doing that, and punching toads. No. In the span of three minutes, she turned into Puss in Boots. She turned into Gordon Ramsay. She turned into... She was like five different outfits. And it was the coolest thing. She turned into Detective Pikachu. It was nuts, right? I gotta say, from what we can see, this game looks like it'll be one of the better Nintendo games of next year. It just seems like there's so much content there. She changes into so many different outfits. You have Sword Fighter Peach. You have the dang Chef Peach. You have the Detective Peach. I almost said Pikachu. (laughs) It looks phenomenal. And I will say, it doesn't look like the game runs great like it looks like it's running at about like 14 frames per second which is not true it's probably gonna run at 30 frames per second but like it doesn't look it looks kind of choppy doesn't it like it just doesn't look phenomenal i will say though there's new characters being shown there's new enemies being shown and not to mention the freaking logo for princess peach showtime it was one of the coolest things that I had seen in a while. Like, that is the most fitting logo I've seen. Now, we also did get the cover art, uh, you know, revealed. We got that shown off. The cover art makes her look like... It makes the game look like, at first glance, a, a Barbie game. <laughs> now, maybe that's, a, that's an unpopular opinion. I don't know if it is or if it isn't. But for a lady that turns into Bruce Lee, Sword Fighter Peach, Detective Pikachu, Elsa, Gordon Ramsay combo, I don't know if it should look like like a Barbie game. Something about like the pink and blue cover art just kind of did that for me. However, I do like the name Princess Peach Showtime. I do like that a lot. I don't know why. Princess Peach Showtime. It, like, sticks with you. It rings a bell in a way. So, I think that's nice. And I will 100% pick up 
be picking that up when it comes out. How do I like walk into GameStop and, and, and be like, yeah, I'll take one Princess Peach Showtime, please. Like, will, will, will that go over? Well, I don't know. But that game releases March 22nd of 2024. That's coming out. It's doing the thing. Who is excited? I'm excited. You're excited. We're all excited. I thought that game looked great. They were just, once again, so many things that things that we had not seen before. Like, you know, what are those little guys dancing around Peach as she, you know, does the bakery stuff? Like, there's these little, like, gremlins with hats on. Like, what are those guys? You have new enemies. When she's doing the uh, martial arts scene, there's some random blocky enemy. Like, who are these guys? I'm excited to see who they all are. Because it's not like she's in the game with, like, Goombas and Toads. Sure, there are probably some Toads, but it's, like, all new characters to me, which is, like, the coolest thing to me. And we don't even really know the story yet. Imagine the story? That's gonna be sick. So I'm ready for that. I'm excited for that. That game is on my, uh, I got to-do list? I don't even know. Tomb Raider 1-3 Remastered. I don't have much to say here, but I do know this was one that a lot of people did like. And from my understanding, hold on, I could, I don't want to sound dumb here. Is it N64 remasters? Because they look like N64 graphics. Tomb Raider 1 to 3. Were, were these N64? Oh no. Hold on. N64. Yeah. Yeah, it says N64 right here. Wait, hold on. No. Wait a minute. Sega Saturn. Okay, I don't know what that goes on. Okay, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't an N64 thing, but it has those graphics. And I don't know very much about it. As you can tell, I just call, I, I, I called it an N64 game. But you know, I like that they remaster games from that era. And I wish they would do it a bit more. Because... Nintendo has just kind of chucked all their N64 games onto, you know, Switch Online. It'd be cool to get, like, a little bit of, like, a, you know, a remaster or something like that. Like, if they remastered, I don't know, Mario Party. That'd be cool. Or if they did, you know, Pokemon State. Like, that that, that would be very cool. I'd like that. Not much to say on the game itself, but I did want to talk about, you know, the N64 stuff. Cool stuff. Now it's juicy. Detective Pikachu Returns. Okay, I'm not going to lie. When I saw this show up in the direct, I kind of rolled my eyes. Because, like, I was already... I was already worried about Nintendo throwing a bunch of fillers in the direct. Fillers like Splatfests. Like, that could have been a tweet, you know? Fillers like games that we already knew about. You know? This being one of them. I was just like, why do we need to see more gameplay of Detective Pikachu Returns? You already put out the announcement trailer in the last direct. Pokemon Pokemon Presents showed us more of that game. Again, do we need more Detective Pikachu? Like, I... I would have much rather you show me something new. It just sucks, man. That sucks. And that is what partially makes a direct bad. 
a lot of people don't really come to see your game, your previously your your, your previously announced game in the, in the direct where you want new things. Now, if that's your marketing, that's fine, but people don't like it at all. There's better ways to market that game. They are pushing that game for marketing, though. Like, it was being posted a lot on Twitter. They're putting out, like, little marketing tweets for that game. It's cool, right? But, man, I did I did not like it in that direct. But general thoughts on the game. Uh, haven't played it yet. Obviously, it comes out October 6th, but I will be buying it launch day. I'll be playing it launch day. I'm still trying to beat the original one on the 3DS. Looks great. But that is just a game that I did not want in the Direct. I did not want that game there. I did not want it. It was just like, okay, we know it's coming out. Next game, please. We know it's coming out. Okay, you know, whatever. I didn't love it. And then, guys, this game was literally my third favorite announcement in the Direct. This next one. Freaking Trombone Champ. Now, background. This game called Trombone Champ, I did not know this beforehand, but after some research, is a game that is on Steam, which is obviously PC, and also Steam Deck. You know, these places. And I have not played it yet. But my first thoughts when I saw this guy with a, with a trombone... And it looks like a funny game. My first thought was, oh my gosh, Wii Music Remastered. Like, <laughs> it reminds me of Wii Music. So, Drombone Champ uh, just looked like such a fun, funky game. Something that I could get into. And what kind of sold me on the game was the Joy-Con support. Like, you can not only use motion controls... But it also incorporates the IR sensor on the right Joy-Con. So you can like move your hand you know, close to it, further from it, and it, you know, it'll correspond in the game. I thought that was very cool. That was cool. And I will buy Trombone Champ, especially because it is only $15. 15 bucks on the eShop. And if that were to ever go on sale, that's your that's your money right there. That's broke. If you don't buy Trombone Champ, you're, you're missing out. Once again, I've not played it yet. I'm going to buy it uh, once I get a chance to play it. I want to beat uh, Detective Pikachu first. And then I'll probably make I'll probably make my way to Trombone Champ before the end of the year. Because I have a whole backlog of... I have a backlog of games that I, that I want to get to. Not to mention Mario Wonder comes out. Mario RPG is coming out. WarioWare is coming out. Like, I want to make my way to Trombone Champ at, at some point. But 15 bucks, how could you go How, how, how could you go wrong? Uh, there's no physical release for it. Hold on. Somebody in my Discord emailed them and asked if they were going to make a physical release. Uh, let me find it. I think it was, some, it, it was someone, yeah, someone named Nerd. Nerd in my Discord server emailed them and, and, and asked them if they were going to do a physical release. They said, hi, sorry, we may do a physical release eventually, but it would probably take a long time. We would highly recommend buying it digitally. Thank you for your interest in the game, the Holy Wow team. So, because of that, it's 15 bucks. I'm a big physical game buyer, but I'll buy it digitally because it, like, uh, 
okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Even if it takes a long time, I'm not going to wait that long to play Wii Music Remastered on Switch. I'm not waiting to to play Trombone Champ, all right? I'm going to become a Trombone Champ before anyone does physically. I will digitally be a Trombone Champ. And that's the plan. So, that game looks fun. I have not played it. It's hard to like say like, you know, games that are shown in the direct how are they? I haven't played them. I don't know. <laughs> but Trombone Champ looks fun. We'll be buying. And then, guys, we saw freaking Luigi's Mansion 2 HD. First of all, the name makes a lot of sense. On the, on, on the 3DS, in, in America, it was called Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. That was what it was called. Now... It is called Luigi's Mansion 2. And it makes a lot of sense considering that you have three games in the in the series. You have Luigi's Mansion 1 on the GameCube and also 3DS. You have Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. It was named Dark Moon in, in North America 2 and other regions. And then you have Luigi's Mansion 3. So... It would be kind of confusing, name, you know, naming it Dark Moon again, because it would feel like a brand new... Like, if you're not familiar with, with 3DS, and you hear about Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, somebody might think that's a brand new Luigi's Mansion game. So naming it 2 makes a lot of sense. 2 HD. It lets you know that it's a port or a remaster straight away. So I like the uh, transparency there. But just the game itself, seeing more of it... Not many thoughts that are that that have changed ever since you know I played I messed around with, I, I I like messed around with it originally on the 3ds like it's kind of the same for me it's a Luigi's Mansion game it was great I don't think that I actually beat the game but from like, from like what I played it was fun I enjoyed it it was a little bit different from the GameCube one obviously and I did like Luigi's Mansion too. I'm excited for it. I'm going to buy it. It's a fun little adventure and a, a, a nice little change from the GameCube one. A good sequel. I'm going to buy it. It's good. And yeah, haven't played too much of the 3DS one, but definitely a buy for me. That'll probably be, I think it's, it's coming summer, summer of next year. It'll probably be like 50 bucks for that game. Yeah, And then after that was kind of, a scary announcement. Not scary. But here's the thing. When Nintendo says, we have like two announcements for you. Please take a look. You know some random stuff is about to come up on screen. And the random thing here was Nintendo Museum. What is that? So, it's a museum being built in Japan, meaning none of us will ever get to see it ever, 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 ever. Unless you, you know, go to Japan. Where they're going to put some cool, you know, Nintendo items over the years. They're going to put them in the museum. It is what it sounds like. It's a, it's a Nintendo museum. And if you remember, the first thing that, came, like, you know, came, came, came to my head was if you remember, news came out and we actually talked about it. Uh, of how Nintendo removed the Game Boy that survived, like, a bombing or whatever. 
they took it out of Nintendo New York. I bet you that's where it's going. I bet you it's going to the museum in Japan. That's probably where it's going. So they've known about it for a while. And hopefully I can visit that place one day. It seems cool. And then the other announcement after that was the upcoming Amiibo figures. We've known about most of these. We have the Zelda and Gendorf ones. We now know the the release date. That is November 3rd. That's the release date. So same day as WarioWare, move it. So if you're buying, like, if you're going to Target on the 3rd of November, hopefully you can buy, you know, knock out two birds, one stone, you know. Hopefully you can do that. And then the Noah and Mio Amiibo from Xenoblade Chronicles release on January 19th, 2024, a little bit far away. And then they also announced a brand new Amiibo for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Sora, who releases in 2024 at some point. If you're asking me, it'll probably be like mid of next year because if they're announcing it this this early, they have the packaging done, they have the figure done. It probably wouldn't be later than 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 like May of next year. So you could probably look forward to that amiibo releasing then. And then after the amiibos, which I thought were all very very cool, I will buy the Zelda and Gendorf ones. But after that, we have F freaking zero, F zero nine nine F zero is back. F zero is here. F zero is a is alive. It's doing the stuff. Okay. F zero is here. I already bought it on Switch. Uh, I, sh- I shouldn't I shouldn't say bought it. It's free. I've downloaded it on Switch, and I've played a few online games. This is I will not say the best way to to revive F zero, but as somebody who's never like really gotten gotten into F zero. That's such a cool thing to do. F-099, you have 99 players all in one lobby racing. That is the coolest little thing. I was addicted yesterday. I played for like an hour. F-099. It was cool. You're all racing. You're all little pixel, pixel uh, racers. And you see what place you come in. I just love, I guess, battle royales. And to have it be with F-Zero, a racing thing, was so cool. And I just, like, dude, I love online play. I think that's why I love this so much. I just love online play. It's, something about it is so fun. Like, if you watched my reaction to the Mario Wonder Direct, the fact that you can see other people, but you're not, like, directly playing with them, melted my heart. That is the sickest thing. So to have something similar, in a, you know, in a way with, with F-Zero, where you're connected to 99 people, is sick. That's so cool. So I love it. I, I love it for the, for, the, for the online play. But it's great for a lot of reasons. And so F-Zero 99, I can actually tell you what I think of the game, because it's one of the few on here that I've actually played so far. It's, it's great. If you don't download, it's free. You have nothing to lose. If you don't download it, you are missing out. It's it's free. Even if you're not like, you know, even if you're EUF0, screw F0, look past the name. It's a fun game. Imagine racing 99, 98 other people. 
dubs. So go and get F099. 10 out of 10 for me so far. It's so sick. And there's like there's like events too. Dog, dude, it's pfft, I'm done. It's great. It, it's download the freaking game, okay? It, it's free. Takes one minute to, to install. Done. And then this is where I was getting annoyed. WarioWare movement was shown. And I'm excited for for WarioWare Move It. I'm gonna buy it. WarioWare WarioWare Move It looks great. I'm excited. It looks funky, as WarioWare is. I'm gonna buy it. I didn't care to see more of it in a direct. Like you're just killing time at this point. I didn't really care. I didn't I didn't need to see this. So they show WarioWare Move It. They show some more over the micro games. I mean, it is great. But do you know when Nintendo puts out like overview trailers? When they do that, they put out like a five minute trailer on their YouTube channel where they go more into depth on games. This could have just been that. This could have just been that. They could have taken, you know, Detective Pikachu... WarioWare, and Luigi's Mansion 2, and just made overview trailers out of those. Those did not have to be in the direct, but they were. So, apart from me not liking it because I knew that it that it existed, apart from that, the game looks good. It looks pretty good. I'm buying it. I'm, I'm, I'm even more, I'm, I'm more convinced now. Uh, it just looks so funky. Like, the poses they, like, have you doing is the weirdest like don't have someone watch you play WarioWare move it or any WarioWare for that matter especially without context like don't be facetiming your crush while you're playing WarioWare move it especially if she does not know or or he what the game is cuz you will lose they will hang up on you if you're like uh doing like the little wiggle thing or like you know, come on now, like, dude, it, it 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 makes you look weird, but I'm all for it. So, looks good, but that's my th- that's that's my thoughts on it. I'm buying it. Dave the Diver was released. I hear it's a fun game. Haven't played it. No thoughts. But hey, more games to switch. How could you ever complain? What I cannot complain about was the next announcement. Of the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pass DLC. Guys, this was phenomenal. This was fantastic. Not only are we getting new courses. They could not have selected a final... A a better final three characters. Diddy Kong, Funky Kong, and Pauline. Now, correct me if I'm wrong... There were only like two slots left for characters. How are they going to add three? Like, what is that going to look like? I don't even know. How do you add three? There were only two like mystery slots left, right? I could be wrong. But that's that's what I thought there was. So for them to add those three characters, bro, we are we're so back. We are so back. That's taken from Mario Kart Wii. Mario Kart Tour, and Mario Kart DS. We are so back. Diddy Kong. I'm probably going to main Funky Kong, honestly. 
Because, like, who's not going to, you know? Like, who's not going to main Funky Kong? Everyone is. Obviously, it's it's the main choice. So, I'll be maining Funky Kong. Aside from that, though, if I can pull up the um, part where they announced all of this kind of cool stuff. What was the one track? Daisy Circuit from, from, from the Wii. That one looks good. I remember playing Daisy Circuit uh, with Funky Kong in the back, back in the good old days. And so, and sorry, Diddy's not from, is Diddy from Mario Kart DS? He's all, he's, he's all, he's all, he's, all, he's, he's from Double Dash too, so that could have been my bad. But, dude, I'm excited. You have Peachette as well, which was kind of weird. I didn't expect Peachette. I forgot about her until I just saw this thing. Peachette's in there. What is a Peachette? Guys, what is Peachette? I've never, like, Toadette. Peachat? Is Peachat like, where did Peachat even come from? Peachat. A unique form of Toadette. Grabbing the Super Crown in Mario Bros. U Deluxe. Well, that's freaking random. Alright, well, anyways, Peachat. Toodle do. Among Us was shown off in the direct. Um, honestly, I'm gonna say, at the end of a direct, you don't show Among Us. That game died, bro. Who who was who was watching the direct and and saw Among Us and then was like, oh my gosh, Among Us, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, Among Us. Nobody, bro. You just wanted to see whether they would close with Metroid or Animal Crossing New Leaf. That's all that you cared about. You didn't care for Among Us. No, you did not. If you did, you're lying. I'm kidding. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe you did, but like, in Nintendo Direct, you're you're gonna pre-close with Among Us. That's crazy. So, I was not even like paying attention because I was so upset. I was like, bro, you you better close with something cool. But I believe if you own the game on Switch, this little update is available for free in October of this year. It was just a weird little little dink <laughs> to to almost close out the direct. But then here's what even annoyed me more. If you thought it was bad enough, they showed Luigi's Mansion. Uh, they showed de- uh, detect- <laughs> Detective Pikachu. They showed WarioWare Move It. They did a recap at the end. Now, normally, these recap things show off upcoming games. That are, are 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 cool, but you know, no one cares that much to the point where you want to make it like a one-minute segment in the sh- in in the presentation. You know, it's small little games coming out. They did a recap of what they already showed us. So when I said that WarioWare Move It was shown, when I said Luigi's Mansion was shown, they just went back and showed them again. They just showed, hold on, what was in this this whole recap? They're, they're like, let's let's talk about what, what we already talked about. So they showed off the Pokemon DLC. They showed off F099. Like, they're, they were just recapping what they already told us. I'm like, just move on. You're killing time. You're killing so much time. Now, once again, this is a this is a it's a downfall of the direct. Because as I said, normally, 
they show off games that are mini that are coming to Switch. Is the Switch lineup that weak? Like, did it? Did they have nothing? Nothing like? Did they have nothing to show? What was that about? They just showed things that we knew about. So that was weird. That was that was that was weird to me. And then we have one last thing to show you. I thought they were going to close with Metroid. And here's the thing. If they closed with Metroid, I would not have been unhappy, but the general public would have hated this direct. Would have hated cuz there's not as many Metroid fans as there are Mario fans. It's just a fact. So that would make a lot of people unhappy. But when you close with the Mario game, not just the Mario game, when you close with what many people call their favorite Nintendo game of all time, you can't lose. Paper Mario, the Thousand Year Door, gets revealed. Here's the thing. When the first frame was shown of this book with a star on it, Secret, secret stuff right here, guys. You can't hear it on my stream. But I knew exactly what it was. First frame. Here's why. My brother is in that room across the hall. He must have been like seconds ahead of me. Because I heard him scream louder than he ever has before. Because that's his, that, that's, that's his first ever, I think, Mario game that he's ever played ever. Was Thousand Year Door. And I think it's like one of his favorite. Like top five games of all time. Or whatever. I don't even know. When I heard him scream. So he must have been like seeing a few seconds earlier. I was still, lo- I was still looking at the star book. So unless he knew from that. I knew exactly what I was looking at. I knew exactly what it was. So I- immediately I was like. Oh Thousand Year Door. But like. You couldn't hear his scream on my stream. I don't think so. So, I knew what it was, and I'm excited for it. The reason why I wasn't like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I never I never played it before. I never played it. I have not played Thousand Year Door. I've watched him play it, like I've been in the room when he has, but like, it's just, uh, I don't know. It's an older Paper Mario game that you haven't played before. I'm excited. I'm hype. I'm going to buy it. But it's not like an, oh my god, oh my god, kind of thing for me, you know? I'm excited, though. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to play it. And before that comes out, I, I want to beat the one for the N64. We actually have that one downloaded on our Wii, so I'm going to play that. Um, unless there's a, there's a better way to play it without without spending more money. Like, I, it, it's it's on Switch. It's Paper Mario is on Switch Online, right? I don't want to pay for that, though. So... I'll probably play Paper Mario N64 on the Wii. <laughs> um, but apart from that, it was a good direct. It was good. It was meh. It was like in between good and meh. For me personally, I didn't really want that to close the direct. I didn't really want that. I like it, and I'll buy it once again. But the thing is, 
I would have much rather preferred something brand new at the end. It's a remaster, it's new, but like it's a game that I could have gone back to the GameCube and played. And that's not at all to hate on it. This game made the direct for a lot of people. But this is like, you you have to understand, I just wanted something new. And we, we my family owns this game on the GameCube. So it's like, I could have went back and played it. It doesn't do much for me. It just makes it HD-ified, which is cool. I don't want to hate on the game because someone's going to be like, how, how do you hate Paper Mario? I don't. I don't. I just wanted like a new Bonanza, you know, a new Metroid Prime 4, which isn't new. It's been announced, but like we haven't seen it before, you know, or I wanted, uh, you know, Animal Crossing. I can't talk, though, because if they, if they close with an Animal Crossing remaster, I would be the one who's like, yeah, and then like everyone else might be like, eh, it's, it's kind of mid, you know. So I feel that the Direct was great for certain audiences. It wasn't a Direct for everyone. Now, I think, that, I think that we can all say, we can all say that before Paper Mario, it was kind of meh. The Direct was kind of meh. The only, like, banger before Paper Mario, let me look through again so I'm, I'm not missing anything, was Mario versus Donkey Kong. And seeing more of Princess Peach Showtime. You can argue Mario RPG. Like, like seeing more of it was cool. But those were like the only highlights for me. Oh, and then may- maybe side order. But like, it was kind of a meh direct until then. So, just for me, looking past Paper Mario. I don't, I don't rate this direct more than like a 6.5 out of 10. It wasn't great. Now, once again, if you are a big Paper Mario fan, the Direct is probably an 11 out of 10. For me personally, I was not probably the target audience for the Direct. So I have to give it a 6.5. Happy for Paper Mario fans. Happy for people who are who have played that game and it's part of their childhood. But... Just doesn't quite make me scream. That's all it is. Good direct. Meh direct. In the middle there. I'll probably title the, the, the podcast like the direct was meh. Because it kind of was. I'm, I'm not clickbaiting you. Six and a half is kind of meh. I say seven is good. Six and a half is meh. It was, it was just It was just good for different audiences. And I was not one of them. So that's what I think on the direct Now it is time to get to your favorite segment of the show where we answer your questions. Let's go. Oh, shucks, guys. We have some fun questions here. Questions that you have asked me on YouTube and Discord. Now, Max, how do you ask a question? You might be asking, well, you just asked me one. Anyways, how do you ask a question? Well, I will tell you. If you check back on my YouTube channel, on my community tab, every Wednesday, I didn't do it this Wednesday because I didn't want to like, I guess, promote that when there's a direct the next day and I'm trying to promote my stream. So I posted it on Thursday asking for questions. But normally on Wednesday, if you check my community tab on YouTube, you'll you'll see a post from me asking you 
for questions. Normally, it'll have a cursed image on it, and I'll ask you for questions. Now, if you don't want to wait until next Wednesday to ask me a question, what, what, what you can do is you can join, join my Discord server in the description. And then if you join that, make an account, join, you can head to the Ask M Swizzle channel that is in there, and you can then write your question in there, and I will take it. Now, not all questions are guaranteed, but a way to guarantee your question is to become a channel member on YouTube, which means you support the show monetarily for as low as $1.99 a month. You can not only guarantee your question, but also get access to special podcast episodes, use special emojis in the comments, have a badge next to your name, so much cool stuff. With that said, we begin with the channel members who have asked questions. We have three at the time of recording. Let's begin. Turdy Stomper asks, what are your thoughts on the Thousand Year Door remake? My thoughts on it. I mean, we kind of just like went over that, but I'm excited, but not like doing, you know, backflips and popping confetti excited, you know? I'm excited. I'll buy it. And from what I've seen so far, it looks pretty good. I just hope they don't tamper with it too much. That's all. But yeah, we kind of went over it, but that's 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 my answer. Looks good. I'm buying it. Then Kokiri Jens asks, if you want another Nintendo movie, what would it be and how much would it make? Okay. If there was another movie, I would want an Animal Crossing movie. And they've already made an Animal Crossing like anime movie. But I'd want a new Animal Animal Crossing movie. And how much would how much would it make? I feel like an Animal Crossing movie wouldn't appeal to a casual audience as much. So if Mario movie did what did that do? How much did Mario movie do? A few billion? Mario movie um box office numbers. 1.36 billion. Animal Crossing would do like a third of that. Uh, no, like a fourth. Animal Crossing would do like 300 million at the box office. Maybe a little more. Yeah, 300 mil. So, which is probably why it's not a good idea. I wouldn't do it, but if they want to, I mean, I'll watch 10 times. So, it'd be a dream come true. And then DK Lackeys asks, opinion on Yokai Watch, and do you think it will come back to the West? That's a tough one. I have zero experience with Yokai Watch. I know nothing about it. The only thing that I know is that I saw a commercial one time when I was younger where, correct me if I'm wrong, they were making like a like an actual Yokai Watch. Like a watch. That's all I know about Yokai Watch. All I know. So I really don't have much of an opinion on it. But will it come back to the West? I mean, if that watch can come back, the game can too. So I can't say much about Yokai Watch, but do I think it'll come back to the West? I mean,. I feel like all things come back to the West. Like, if that one game shown in the Direct was not released in North America, but now 
it's coming it's, it's coming to, to to you know North America. I feel like Yokai Watch can come back to the West. Come on now. Come on. Cam Games asks final uh member question. Are you going to buy the Thousand Year Door remake? I will. I will just because the one on the GameCube is rather rare, and I do want to own a copy of the game in some way, shape, or form, so I will buy the Thousand Year Door remake, even if it's tampered with, if some things are removed or some things are added or things are changed, I am going to buy it. I don't know which version will end up being better, whether it be the GameCube one or the Switch one, but yeah, buying it, I will. And then Pengu asks, from an objective standpoint, which existing 3D Mario game do you think deserves a sequel the most? Um, Galaxy has a sequel. Sunshine, yeah. There's there's there, there's a lot of options there. I probably give you. I probably give you Mario Odyssey. I just think there's so many people who want that sequel. Many who would buy that sequel. Odyssey is one of the best-selling Switch games of all time. I think that one deserves a sequel. I think so. You can say like Mario 3D World or you know any of the other ones. I think Odyssey does. I think Odyssey should have a sequel. No question there. Also, it would make them bank, so why would you not? And then Elias asks, have you ever played Animal Crossing Pocket Camp? If you had, what are your thoughts on it? By the way, love the podcast. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much, Elias. Have I played Pocket Camp? I have. Thoughts on it? For me personally, Pocket Camp is very hard to get into. I am a big Animal Crossing fan. The only thing is, I don't really even understand Pocket Camp. Like, what am I supposed to do? I've had three people try and explain to me what Pocket Camp is about. And I cannot get it. I do not know what Animal Crossing Pocket Camp is. I don't know. I'm like making furniture. And then the problem is, and I get that mobile games have to do this. It takes like 10 hours to like make a chair in the game. But he, like the, the thing with me is after 10 hours, I forget that I'm even making the chair. And I, and I never come back to the game. So... I can't give too many like thoughts on it, but I just cannot get into the game itself. I can't. It's hard for me. I don't. I don't even know like what, like what it's about. I have zero idea. You know about Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. I don't know. I I, I don't really know. It's just blah. That's kind of what it is to me. I love Animal Crossing, and I would love to get into Pocket Camp. But I never have, and I'm not sure that I ever will. But like, by the time that I get into Pocket Camp, they'll they'll stop adding items to it. So unfortunate. And then Kirby Plus Donkey Kong asks, "Do you think the Switch Two will sell more than the Switch in its lifetime?" <sighs> um. Here's the thing. If they have Switch in the name, I say no. It's the same thing as Wii to Wii U and DS to, you know, 3DS. Those things never sell well. 
If you have Switch in the name, people are going to roll their eyes. They're not going to know the difference. If you have little Jimmy here and he's at Target with his mom, don't you already have a Switch? And then they will end up walking out without a Switch too. I mean, really, it's not a great idea. If you look at something like, you know, the Wii, 100 million units. Look at the Switch. 100 million units. Different consoles. Look at the Wii. 100 million units. DS. 150 million units. Different consoles. But wait a second. Wii. 100 million units. Wii U. Like 13 million. They're very similar. It doesn't work. You cannot do that. So, will Switch 2 sell more than the Switch? Final answer, if it has Switch in the name, it won't. If it doesn't, it still might not if it's too similar. I don't really know. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. Either way, no. Then, that diehard Mario fan says, or asks rather, haven't asked in a while, so I might as well. In Animal Crossing Happy Home Paradise, which NPC do you prefer the most out of Lottie, Nico, and Wardell? Excuse me. I like that one. Now, I always have the popular answer. But I have to take my boy Wardell. Wardell is great. Wardell is my current Switch Online icon right now. Wardell is amazing. I like how he's rather quiet. I forget what exact animal he is, but I love Wardell. He's like nice and reserved and calm, and he's living the island island life, man. He's great. Wardell is amazing. I like Nico too, but he's a little talkative and you know a little bundle of of, of energy. And then Lottie's cool. I've liked Lottie ever since she was a thing in Happy Home Designer uh, on 3DS. Lottie's sick. Uh, I probably rank them Wardell at one. I, I, uh, I give you Lottie at two. Lottie two, Nico three. That's that's what I give you. I like Wardell, though. And then Ford Perfect asks, do you think there will ever be an open-world Donkey Kong game? Uh, I think they have to at some point. Because how long, how long can you make a 2D Donkey Kong game, you know? It'll work next. It'll work the time after that. Are they going to keep on making 2D Donkey Kong in like 2050? Like, probably not. So, I give you, there will probably be an open world game for Donkey Kong within the next, I say 20 years. And I say 20 years because they don't put out Donkey Kong games for their life. The last one is reaching its 10 year anniversary. So I say 20 years. That means in the next two games or so. So, yeah, we'll see. But they have to at some point. And then final question. Tricky Trips 34. Do you think Splatoon 3 is dying? I still play it, but I feel like people don't play it as much anymore. Yeah. I think what happened was when the game released, you have that 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 hype around it. You have that, oh my gosh, brand new Splatoon. This is when I'm going to get into the whole game series, game franchise. You play it, it's active. It was probably at its peak when it released in September of 2022. Great time, by the way. And then now, a year later, 
I feel like it's just the core audience who's playing Splatoon 3 now, which is a lot of people. That's like 3 million people. 3, 5 million people. I feel like still playing Splatoon 3. But a lot of people, I've, like a lot of people, kind of including me, just jumped in on the hype, I feel like. Just kind of like Splatoon, but after we get our satisfaction, we're kind of on to the next thing. Like, we play it, we like it, we enjoy Splatoon, but man, Mario Wonder's coming out, and you just kind of forget about it for a while. So, is it dying? Uh, I feel like it's dying a little bit as time goes on. Uh, very slowly, like very slow. It's a very slow fall off for Splatoon 3. Uh, but yeah, it is dying, and it'll never be dead, but it's just like kind of falling off popularity. And then when a Splatfest happens, it spikes back up, but then falls back off. Like last weekend was the Splatfest. We've been kind of on a downhill, you know, downhill mm, fall off chart ever since then. So yeah, it's going downhill, but spikes whenever something cool happens like DLC or a Splatfest. But that is all of the questions, and that is it for the Mario Matter episode number 55, guys. Thank you all so much for watching, listening, viewing, subscribing, sharing, giving us a great rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you, you listen to the, to the show. We love you. Thank you all so much. Shout out to our channel members. They will be shown during the outro if you're watching on video. Thank you all. I'll see you all next Saturday at 7 a.m. Eastern for the next episode of the Mario Matter. I'll see you all then. We actually might change to 6 a.m. I don't know. 6, 7 a.m.? I'm not sure yet. With that said, I'll see you all very soon. Stay jolly. And if you're seeing this part of the podcast, comment down below. Um, I don't know. Cupcake. I'll see you soon. Adios. <laughs> <laughs>